So I thought it would be fun by asking you guys a question to start with. And um, it's a question that um, I definitely used to get asked a lot when I was younger. Um, and I think I used to ask like all my new friends and I make friends with someone. Um, and that question is, when you were younger, if someone had asked you, what do you want to be when you're older? What do you want to do when you grow up? What would you have said? So why don't you make friends with someone next to you, ask each other the question, say hi, and yeah, go for it. Okay, so just out of interest, did anyone actually end up becoming what they would have said when they were younger? Just stick your hand in the air if that's... No? Oh, maybe someone I can see someone. Okay, amazing. That's really interesting. Um, so I, the first thing that I would have said I wanted to do when I was younger is I actually wanted to be a writer for a little bit. I had like a little book that I would write like story ideas and I was so cool. Um, and then I quickly moved on from that and I, for quite a long time, wanted to be an actor. Um, so I really loved drama at school. I, um, I starred in High School Musical, the musical, the school production, obviously. So cool. Um, but yeah, really loved drama. But I actually ended up being a youth worker, which is such a fun job. Um, but not what I would have said when I was younger. Um, so recently, I've been thinking a little bit about the pressure that we can sometimes feel to have a plan, and especially to have a plan for our future. I mean, just the fact that we ask each other that when we're kids is just proof of that. Um, but another way that I've been thinking about this is, um, and some of you guys will be able to relate, that when you're at the age of like 13 or 14 in school, you're um, having to think about your subjects for GCSEs and working out what you might want to do as a career or for the rest of your life when you come out of school. And that's a lot of pressure, like to try and work out what you might want to do when you're older, when you're just about 13 or 14 years old. And it doesn't stop there because once you've figured that out, you've got to figure out what you're going to do after GCSEs and then what you're going to do after college or sixth form. And there's so many different options and things you can do. There can be a lot of pressure to know what you're going to do next. And then maybe when you come out of... Um, uni or doing an internship or whatever next, you might start a new job. Um, and that can also be really hard because sometimes it's not what we expect. Um, and there's always a pressure to kind of know what we're planning to do next. And um, I think we are over halfway in January now, over halfway through the month. Um, but new year, new decade. Are we loving the 20s so far? Roaring 20s? Um, I saw so much stuff all over Instagram, all over social media about people's New Year's resolutions and plans they had to tick off this year, um, all the goals they had and all the things that they had achieved from the year before. I actually don't have any New Year's resolutions this year. I just didn't come up with them in time. Um, but yeah, I saw it all over Instagram to have plans for the year and I was chatting to one of our incredible young people um, from Patton Youth um, on the first Sunday back after Christmas and New Year. And she was telling me, she's amazing, she was telling me how she's planned out her whole decade. So she knows that this year she's got all her plans. And then by like 2023, she knows she wants to achieve these things. And by the end of the decade, she knows all of these things that she wants to have done and achieved. How amazing is that? She has a plan for her whole decade. Um, and... Um, also, I think it's quite normal um, when we go to like job interviews and college interviews that people ask us, what's your five-year plan? Like it's a good sign to kind of know where you're heading, but there can also be a pressure. And um, social media, are people, are you guys on social media? 
Yeah, yeah. Social media is like amazing, but it's also, um, I think, um, quite hard not to compare yourself to other people on social media. And one thing that I've noticed is that a lot of the people that I follow or I'm friends with online, they post when um, their plans kind of happen, when big things happen. So for example, um, if they get a grade in an exam or they pass dri a driving test, or maybe um, they're moving to a new place or starting a new job, um, loads and loads of different things going traveling um getting engaged lots of my friends are like getting engaged at the moment gonna get married and um sometimes it can be hard not to think what about me what about me and what about my life i'm not doing all of the things i hoped i would have done by now and all these people online seem to be living the dream and doing all the stuff that they planned and um so I um, grew up in a place called Binfield, which is not a field of bins, as like everyone used to say to me when I was younger. Um, but it's a little village just outside of Reading, so about an hour from here. And um, although I've been working for churches doing youth work for quite a few years now, I actually didn't grow up in um, a family that had anything to do with church, and they still don't really. Um, so we didn't even go to church on Christmas. Like it just was never talked about. Faith was never a thing. And so I think the only time I would hear anything to do with God or faith would be like a primary school RE lessons and I probably wasn't really paying attention um, but it's really interesting because although I didn't talk about faith and actually probably thought church was a bit weird um, and a bit cringy um, I can remember when I was about eight or nine and it sounds a bit strange but I promise it wasn't like two specific moments where I was looking in the mirror and I thought to myself why am I here like why? Why am I here? Who am I? What's the point in my life? Not in a horrible way, just a bit confused. Like, surely there's more to life than this. And I was only like eight years old. And I was like contemplating like the meaning of life without really realizing it. And um, yeah, just thinking, surely there's more to life than this. Why am I here? Why don't you turn to the person next to you and say, I'm so glad that you're here today. Ah, <laughs> oh, so kind. Cool. Um, so I thought that today we could just have a quick look at one of my favorite um, verses from the Bible, which is found in Jeremiah 29, 11. Um, Jeremiah is a book in um, the Old Testament of the Bible. So there's like the Old Testament and the New Testament. The Old Testament is like before Jesus and the New Testament is essentially like when Jesus is around and after Jesus. Um, so do you want to pop it up? So Jeremiah 29, 11, I'm just going to read from the Bible. So it says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. Um, this has been one of my favorite verses since like, since I was probably a teenager. Um, and there's a, a message version, which is like a paraphrase version of the same verse. And I really, really love it. And that says, and this is God speaking. I know what I'm doing. I have it all planned out. Plans to take care of you, not abandon you. Plans to give you the future you hope for. I just think that's such a great verse. And um, so, like I said, I didn't grow up in um, a Christian family. My family didn't have anything to do with church or faith or anything. We never talked about it. But when I was 11 years old, I went to a different secondary school to a lot of my friends. And so me and my friends decided we would join the local youth group. That was 30 seconds down the road from my house. Very convenient. I actually walked there every day. Um, and um, so we decided to go on Tuesdays. There was a youth group and we thought we can just like hang out together. We can like stay in touch 
touch and like check in, see how year seven's going. Um, and that's what we did. So it wasn't really to do with the fact that it was church. Like I don't think I even really thought like this is a church. Like I don't, I don't know. Um, but we went along and um, I used to go every single week. Like even if I was ill, I would be there. Like I absolutely loved it. And um, the people there were so nice. I, like Maisie was saying, like I made so many friends at this youth group. There was probably like 40 people my age and they were all so great. I made loads of friends. And the leaders, um, they were just so nice to me. They were so kind to me. Like they really seemed to like care about me. And um, at the time I um, was having quite a tough time at home. So from like the age of 11 to like probably 16, 17, like my parents went through um, a divorce and things were really, really tough at home. And so I think looking back, it was really great for me to kind of have a place to go and go and spend some time with other people. Um, but you might not believe it, or maybe you will. I was actually like the really, really, really naughty one in youth group for like three years. I was just like the annoying like person that would always be distracting everyone, always be like doing the opposite of what they were told, always like trying to get attention and just being like really random. Um, and my youth workers who I still like see today, they like literally say like when they saw me turn up to youth group, they would think, oh no, Em's here, it's gonna be a hard one tonight because I just was, I think I had my rebellious stage like really early, which is probably a good thing. Um, but, um, even though I was really annoying and did the opposite of what they said and didn't really take all the stuff they said seriously, they still loved me and they still were so kind to me, which was so amazing. And um, I also didn't really love school. Um, and you have to spend a lot of time at school. Like, it's, yeah, not ideal if you don't love it. Um, I just, I wasn't very academic. Like, I was, like, obviously I can be clever, but I wasn't that clever and I didn't get... Um, great grades like I would always get like kind of average grades and average marks and I didn't really feel like I was great at like one specific thing and I feel like all my friends were quite clever and they always got like A stars and I would be the one that just would probably fail um, so yeah I didn't like have a lot of like hope I didn't looking back I think I was a bit like I don't really know what I'm gonna do with my life I don't really know like where I'm heading um, and just like wasn't really having the best time um, but about three years of going along to this um, church youth group um, and being really annoying and not listening to anything they said, we went away on a church holiday together, like a youth group holiday, which is so cool. A little bit like Focus, um, which is a holiday that we go on in July, which is really cool, really excited for Focus and Focus Alive 2020. Um, and we went away together for a few days and it was a little bit like this. So there was like music and people that came and spoke and it was like really inspiring inspiring, really fun. Um, and there was one night where we were waiting for God in the worship. Like he was doing some really cool stuff that I'd never seen before. And um, just something like clicked in me. And I'm not really sure like how it worked, but just something shifted and something clicked. And just for a moment, I was like, whoa, like I think God is real. I think although I've not really paid any attention for the last three years or really cared about faith or church or God, I think God is real. And genuinely from that moment onwards, like everything shifted. And I just thought, you know what, if God's real, I'm going to like try and get to know him and see how this like faith thing works. And I went forward and I got prayed for that night. Um, someone just prayed for me and I said yes to God for the first time. And yeah, I look back and it was like really significant for me. 
Um, but one thing, as I kind of look back at my story, um, is that's been really, really significant and life-changing for me was realizing that God has a plan for my life, that God has a plan for me. And um, yeah, that's been so, so important um, for me. And that's not just my story. Like I get to work with young people who are incredible. And um, I've seen it um, time and time again as people realize, whoa, God's got a plan for me and my life. And um, it can really shift everything. And for me, I went from being this like person who was like not very motivated, didn't really have a plan, didn't really, wasn't having a great time, didn't really know what I was going to do or even why I was here, to being this person who all of a sudden like had this new sense of like, whoa, I'm here for a reason. Like I have a plan. God's got a plan for my life. I'm full of passion, full of hope, full of joy. Um, it completely shifted everything in me. And um. As I kind of look back at that, there are two things that I think have been really, really significant, really life-changing. And that is when I realized that God had a plan for my life, I had a new sense of purpose and a new sense of peace. A new sense of purpose and a new sense of peace. And um, purpose is a word I think we probably all know, like we kind of use it, I think we say it quite a lot, um, but basically it means the reason for which something is done or created or for which something exists. Um, and um, yeah, I have a, fr I have, um, a friend who um, was one of life's happy accidents. So um, her parents didn't necessarily plan to have her. Um, but even so, she had a great upbringing, a great life, a great family. Um, and things were pretty great for her. But she always had this sense, like, I wasn't planned. Like, a bit like I guess I was. Like, why am I here? Like, I wasn't planned. How does this work? And um, I saw this friend, like, go through an amazing journey with God, where she realized too, like me, that um, God had a plan for her life and everything shifted because all of a sudden she realized, whoa, like God did plan me. My parents might not have, but God planned me and he has a plan for my life and everything shifted. And um, purpose is so much bigger than like the jobs we go into, like the careers we choose to have, the things we do after like uni. Um, it's so much bigger than like the money that we earn or the, the success that we feel we have. Um, it's everything. Purpose is everything about us. It's the people that we hang out with. It's where we live. It's what we choose to do with our lives, what we choose to do in our free time. It's even the things that like we're good at, that we're not so good at, that we're passionate about and that we're not so passionate about. And um, yeah, one of my one of my favorite um quotes, um, not that I actually have that many quotes, probably only one of them, um, is um, last year I found this quote, which is, beauty begins the moment you decide to be yourself. So beauty begins the moment you decide to be yourself. And I just think that's so, like, it's so right. Um, and the amazing thing about having a new sense of purpose, that God created you for a specific reason and purpose, is that that means you can really be yourself. Um, and that means that maybe things that you don't like necessarily love about yourself or think you're good at, that's okay. Because God created you for a specific purpose and a specific plan. 
And um, so, for example, like I'm really, really, really bad at maths. Like I struggle. Like I have to get my calculator out, and I'm still like usually asking people to help me. I've never been good at maths. I only just like passed it at GCSE. Um, and also, I'm really, really bad at sport. Like if you like threw me some keys to catch right now, I wouldn't be able to catch it. Like I'm just used to it by now. But I'm just so, so bad at sports. I'm so bad at waking up in the morning. Like is anyone else here like a night person, an evening person like me? I hate the morning sometimes. Um, I'm also like, yeah, I'm really bad at doing exercise. Like I know it's really good for me and I need to like sort it, but I'm so bad at like motivating myself to go and do exercise. But I do love to like encourage people. Like I love to like encourage people and be like, you're really good at that thing. Or like, I thought you did so well there. I am passionate about young people. Like I think young people are amazing. And there are lots of other things I'm sure that I could say that I'm good at. And that's the thing is like, God gave me those things on purpose as a gift that I can bring to the world. And it will be the same for you guys too. There'll be things that you're so, so good and gifted at because God has given them to you for your um, purpose and your plan, which is so fun. Um, so um, moving on to a new sense of peace as well um, so a new sense of purpose and a new sense of peace can come when you realize that God has a plan for your life and um, when I talk about peace I don't mean like the like I um, need some peace and quiet kind of peace I mean like a really deep sense of peace that like a peace that surpasses all understanding that even when life is hectic and busy and tough like when we're going through like really really hard stuff still having such a peace because life is really hectic right life is really busy sometimes especially like coming out of Christmas it's so so busy but having a peace that's so so deep even when things are busy or tough and um I worked with a young person in um, one of my previous churches who um, was so amazing um, but she really struggled with anxiety and um, it was really, really tough. It was a really big deal for her. And one of the things that she really, that really triggered it was exams because there was so much pressure. Um, and throughout her GCSEs, she was just, it was just, life was not fun. Um, I had the privilege of walking alongside her and trying to like support her through it, but she really found it so tough. Um, she was actually really clever and she got all the grades that she, she got like, she was like an A-star student, but she still had so much anxiety. And um, in between GCSEs and A-levels, um, she realized that God had a plan for her life and she had this new sense of purpose and this new sense of peace because suddenly she realized do you know what even if I don't get all the grades that I want God is bigger than that and God has a plan for my life anyway and the pressure was lifted and things shifted when she realized that she had a peace because God had a plan for her life and um, I think it can be really tough, like thinking of the future and not knowing like what's around the corner, what you're going to do with your life. You don't know what's going to happen next. And sometimes life is really unpredictable. I love plans. I love to organize my calendar and I, like, I love to think ahead. Um, not everyone's like that and that's fine. But sometimes we can't do that. Sometimes we just can't plan for things. And um, I was chatting to a friend the other day who said like when she's got worried about like things that are going to happen in the future or making decisions or not knowing like what's coming next. She said, um, I might not know what I'm doing, but I know the one who does. I might not know what I'm doing, but I know the one who does. And I just thought that's so like so great. Um, so encouraging. How much of a peace can we get from maybe we don't know what's going on, but we know the one who does. And um, I think looking back uh, when I was younger, when I was like contemplating life, when I was like really young, I clearly didn't have like a sense of purpose. Like I didn't know why, why I was here. And I clearly didn't have like a sense of peace. Um, but when I realized that God had a plan for my life, everything shifted. Um, so 
yeah, so it's been so great um, hearing Beth and Maisie talk a little bit about Alpha and Youth Alpha. Um, so great to hear the stories of, I think, in those stories we heard that they had a new sense of purpose and um, maybe felt like God had a plan for their lives, which is so fun. Um, and like maybe you're here for the first time, maybe you've never stepped into a church before and you've been dragged here by your friends, probably been bribed by the dominoes, maybe. Um, or maybe you're like really, really open to faith and maybe you're really open to the fact that God might have a plan for your life. Um, but either way, I genuinely would, genuinely would recommend just exploring, like asking questions about life and why we're here. Um, and Alpha is a really good way. Youth Wednesdays is a really good way to, to do that. Um, but maybe you just want to have a little chat to the person that bought you here, the friend that bought you. Or if you came by yourself, come and chat to me or anyone who's here. We'd love to talk to you. Um, and in a moment, we're going to have um, a time where we're going to um, pray and there'll be an opportunity if you want to, like like I did when I was younger, say, you know what? I think God might be real and I want to give this a try. Maybe that will be the right step for you. Um, but imagine if you grasped that God had a plan for your life. Imagine the weight that would be lifted knowing that he had a plan specifically for you. Imagine the freedom of being, to, being able to completely relax knowing that God had the future sorted. Imagine if everything shifted, knowing that you're not here by accident, but you're here for a purpose, on purpose. And imagine the peace that you could feel about the future if you grasped that God had a plan for your life.